Welcome back to the world's okayest mountain bike podcast. Uh, I, your host, have a little extra growl or bass in my voice because it's recovering from a couple days of yelling and screaming at church camp. Uh, So that was a little rough. But I, Clint, am also now a champion, which I will let Kyle and Ryan praise me about. Uh, We also have a guest with us tonight for this podcast who's going to talk a little bit about what it takes to be a local race promoter or organizer, which is something we know nothing about. We go and pay our entry fee most of the time and consume, and uh, we really don't know a whole lot about what goes on behind the scenes, or at least I don't, but uh, Kyle, we'll start with you. And then we'll go to Ryan and then our guest, Nathan, will we'll let you introduce him. But uh, would you like to praise me? Uh, you are in the presence of a champion. Clint, are you the Sketchyville 2023 champion? I am. I am. All hail. Uh, I am the, the Sketchyville Stopwatch Series downhill champion. All hail King Clint. So Wait, I, I thought I saw in the results some 16-year-old beat you. No. no, 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 no. Let's no, no, no. Clint- I no, 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 hold on, hold on. He was 15. He, he, his mom had to drive him there. First of all, his dad took him there. Let's get that out of the way. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's 16. Second of all, second of all, said, said guy, and I'm not trying to blame him out, signed up for the Groms class, even though he very well could compete with, with any of us. Uh, and all they raced well, not all they raced, but they raced trolley track at least twice a race the whole time. I was operating on about five hours of sleep over the last two day nights combined from church camp, showed up, got on the bike, did two stages and then trolley. He beat me by seven seconds over. What was I? 414. He was 407. He's a very good, very fast rider. And he has beat me in the past at other places. So Fair play, but I don't understand why everybody's always got to pick on me. Gonna give me a complex because even though I won the main class, all that ever got posted, or not all, but is it, just how Clint got beat by a teenager. And I'm just, I'm just tired of being picked on. Okay, can you just have a win? Your, is that why you're selling your bike? Because you got beat it's, on it. That's why I'm selling that enduro. Hanging it up. He's an endurance athlete only now. Yep, Henry retired me from Enduro. He retired me. I'm out. Um, but yes, I am selling the Enduro, and uh, it might be for another podcast. But there's there's reasons. It's a great bike. Like honestly, I have no issue with arguably, it. Arguably, arguably the best. It arguably could be, but I'm thinking I should probably because of some other stuff that I got cooking. I should probably sell it while it is in pristine condition. So. If you know, okay. The wheels, I will admit, are not pristine, but everything else is. Like, there's <laughs> that is the least crashed bike I've ever had. It has exactly one crash on it, which was barely a crash at all. All right. So, Ryan, what's new with you? <laughs> <laughs> Man, I, I, I mean, I can't top that. I definitely can't claim a king over the Groms. Um, Apparently <laughs> not. Fa- Apparently not. Clint you, Clint, you were the second fastest kid there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, if yeah. it helps, Clint, you're just a big kid. I don't know if it helps or not. 
uh, I don't know what's been up with me. Um, <clears throat> just riding, trying to, trying to, trying to, trying to be somebody, I guess, for BT. I got to beat you. So, Ryan, what was the last race you raced? Uh, I did lead belt. And you did, remind me, did you do, you didn't do marathon. What'd you end up doing? I did cat two. Cat two. And I, I, I don't know if we're doing race recaps, but I'll give a quick race recap. Um, the leaders take off hard off the start, and I was not ready for that. So uh, I'll just leave it at that. The and, results uh, were not good. They took off, and I was not ready for their pace off the start. And uh, not that I want to take the target off me, but everyone at Lead Belt got beat by a 18-year-old. <laughs> just saying. Cat, at least Cat won. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah no, nah, let's be it. No, that, that kid would have crushed anywhere, man. He was cooking. But I, I beat him at Shepard the, the last two times he was there. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay, that's dumb. I, I'm joking, everybody. All right, we need. We have a guest here. We. I guess I should be more respectful of his time. So we're gonna introduce him. We've got Nathan Goff on here, and uh, Nathan, why don't you just tell us why you're here on the podcast? Um. Well. Um. I've been promoting the Indian Camp Creek Challenge for the past 10 or 11 years. And uh, this coming weekend is um, the race. It uh, should be a great weekend. A lot of people come Not out. Um, go ahead. So, Nathan, what's the, what's the date for the event? It's this Sunday, the 13th, August 13th. And what categories are open for racing for this? Do you, are you, so we have Cat 1, Cat 2, 3, Marathon, I assume, right? Yes. Anything else? We also, we also have for you uh, enduro riders. We do have a big hitters club, big hitters uh, division. That is a cash pain division. So um, uh, we have that. We also have juniors. Uh, we've got fifty juniors, which are eighteen and under, that will be ri- riding in the juniors class. That doesn't mean that there's not eighteen year olds riding in Cat One, Two, Three marathon, but there are 50 juniors nice. riding in their own class. That's uh, going to be one lap. Um, then we got a kids race that uh, Wheels Up is going to be putting on for the kids, like nine and under. Uh, just let them uh, ride around and have fun. And Nathan, does the kid does the kids race cost anything? Kids race is free. Bring them out. And kids race is daycare. free. All it's 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 daycare. Just drop your kid off. They'll be there when you get done racing. <laughs> what, a, what a setup, All right. Kyle. Kyle. Done, sold. Kyle's so, hey. Kyle's so slick with the segues. Oh, and how much does the kids race cost, Nathan? I got this, man. I got. I told you I had a plan, y'all. If it's you free, Kyle's in. Kyle's in. Yeah. For sure. yeah. Oh, yeah. You guys know me. So, Nathan, so, so I'll ask a quick history question, too. So, Nathan, I caught that you said you've been promoting the ICC Challenge for about 10 to 12 years. Has it always been the ICC Challenge, or where did that race originate? Well, no, um, Grant Boschert and I took this over from Greg Ott and, uh, Mitch Johnson. It was, uh, the Bromelsec challenge. So okay. the race, uh, started at Bromelsec and for the past, this will be the fifth year, maybe sixth year. We'll say fifth year at the ICC Indian Camp Creek, which is out, uh, it's out in Troy, uh, right at the line of uh, St. Charles County, but it's out in Troy area. 
Yeah, I think that the address says Forestell, which sounds like it's really far okay. out there. But let's be honest, guys, yeah. it's like it's like it's like eight minutes north of Winsville. It's not that far, right? Yeah. So think, yeah, it started out at Bromasick, and uh, um, yeah, Bromasick, and then we moved it to Indian Camp Creek Challenge, Indian Camp Creek. Uh, yeah, I remember that. So my, I think my first cross country race as an adult, I would say, was the Bromasick Challenge, if I remember correctly. I rode my I rode my hardtail single speed there. Okay. Okay, well, so here's here's what I'm I want to know, and is one sort of what was it like? Like, how did you decide, or when did you, I, when you took it over? However, that went down. Like, what were the the things like you immediately had to learn? Because w- what I really want to know is like, <clears throat> someone gets an idea to put on a race, and in this case, it's it's cross country. Um, sort of like, I I know that you can't, you have to learn some things on the job, but sort of what's the process there? You know, what were the things you kind of had to figure out on the fly and what are the things that were sort of handed to you? Oh man. Uh, so Greg, um, gave us a spreadsheet of here's what you do. Here's how you do it. Here's what you need. He made it really easy. Although there's still a lot that you had to learn. I mean, there's insurance and permits and, uh, you know, I mean, just volunteers. I mean, everyone says they're going to help. And then when you say, hey, I need it. Oh, I got something else to do. So volunteers uh, are a hard part. Um, I've been doing it so long with St. Charles County Parks that they, I don't want to say they give me free reign, but they're like, hey, we know you treat the parks well. You put on a good show. Um, Let us know what we can do for you. And the park managers are awesome to work with at both parks. Uh, What can I mow for you? Do I need to clean the trail up? Is there a down tree? I mean, it's um, the parks are really easy to work with. Yeah, it's a a neat partnership I've kind of seen you guys have over there. Uh, It seems like they're they're definitely on board with with this event specifically, too. So here's my question. So as you've taken it on and grown it and changed it what is something that you have changed about the event over the past say you know 10 years that you've been hosting it what is something new that you did that makes this event unique or exciting or that's something that you're proud of that you've introduced man well i mean the kids race we've always had a pretty good kids race um there for a handful of years that nathan lafferty put it on with the obstacles that the saint charles county parks had um uh again i mean it's almost kind of like daycare built into your race it allows all the adults to race and their kids can hang out while that's happening Uh, i have to admit it's almost a competition between the promoters you know you go to a race (laughs) and if you register and you race and you leave well not that the race isn't fun but you know, there needs to be a little something else, you know, Bob Arnold with uh Greensfield there always has a great barbecue and, and that's a, that's a donation to Gork, which is great. But, um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, Mark Grumke, you guys brought up lead, lead belt. Um, you know, he puts on a good show down there. Uh, first form really helps him out. He's got a lot of giveaways and whatnot. Um, so if you come in Sunday, uh, I don't know if anyone's ever heard of them. It's a great, uh, 
uh, I'm a not-for-profit, uh, but they give a lot of donations to uh, veteran organizations, but it's called Vets Rolling Smoke Barbecue. These are professional pitmasters. We'll be there Sunday, and if they're going to have pulled pork, chicken, some pulled pork nachos, I think um, brats and hot dogs and whatnot, but they do everything for donation. So if you feel that that pulled pork sandwich is worth a dollar, hand them a dollar, they're going to give you a pulled pork sandwich. If you think it's worth 10, 20 bucks, that's what you give them. It's all going to a donation, uh, which is a great deal. Uh, we've got uh, Traveling Tom's Coffee, Show Me Donuts, which is... So all Say these, what now? These, uh, <laughs> donuts. So if you are a paid racer, you will get a free order of uh, donuts from Show Me Donuts. Uh, if you like them enough and you want to buy a, a second order, by all means, you can. Um, Traveling Tom's Coffee will be there for a couple hours uh, having coffee for purchase. Um, so I, I guess, and again, we started this in Grant. You know, everyone has a different season in life, and he kind of went another way. Uh, he, man, he he was actually the one that got Bromasek Challenge. He approached me. Hey, are you interested in doing this? And and we did it for a long time as um, uh, Extreme Electrical Contracting, which is a company I co-own. But that was the presenting sponsor and whatnot. So uh, this year it's a Granada Cyclery. Um, but you know, yeah, Grant really got it going, and and we started getting all these food trucks and getting a whole bunch of stuff, different things going. So it's been fun. That's what I enjoy to do. And uh, I'm not gonna lie, every year on race day, I'm like, I can't do this anymore. And the day after race day, I'm already planning for the next year. So it's a lot of fun. So I'm gonna cut. I'm I'm gonna cut you off real quick and throw a shameless plug in there. Extreme Electrical Contractors is important because we like plugging people we like and companies that we use. Uh, Nathan will do commercial. Big builds, full projects. Nathan will do residential, uh, and his company's fantastic, professional, timely, clean, everything. I've had a wonderful experience with Nathan over the past like eight or nine years since I've been using you guys. Uh, so please reach out to Nathan on that if you have any projects, com large commercial projects, fresh builds, anything. Nathan, Nathan's the guy, and his company does, and his team does an absolutely fantastic job. Thank you. I want to. I want to mention, you know, just. Uh, you know, watching this race evolve too from the early Bromelsick days. And I think I even remember when you, you, when Grant and yourself uh, took it over, but it's, it's been really cool because I think one of the best parts that, um, you know, and I, I love the Greensfelder race. It's one I try and hit every year and I try and hit lead belt. Uh, um, but I think what I love about your races is, is just the, the event itself, it's not just a race. Um, there's stuff for the kids. Like you said, you got the, the, you always have a nice food truck, whatever that is. Um, and, uh, it's, it's always a good event. Like it's one of those, like I want my family to come and hang out as well. So, um, big kudos to Nathan and all the, the, the guys that help do help him and help the volunteers that he gets to help put it on. And, and particularly the parks department, cause I have seen that relationship and it is amazing that Nathan can go, hey, I, I need this trail cleared or whatever. And, and they're on it and they really enjoy working with Nathan on that. The second thing I wanted to mention is is how much he's grown the, the what I would say, not just the kids, but the juniors category. And 
part of that's NICA and they have NICA does one of their races um, out there at ICC, but he really promotes getting those kids out. And even before NICA was even an organization um, that promoted uh, middle school and high school cycling that we've talked about many times on this podcast, Nathan was promoting that and getting kids out on the trails and, uh, you know, not part, not just cause his own kids, but he just wanted to see the sport grow through the youth. Um, so big kudos to him. Cause he gets a huge turnout of, of juniors at this race. And, um, the other promoters do, but nothing like Nathan's race. And I think that's awesome. No, absolutely. And, and, and you guys have listened to me and, you know, kind of seen the events and stuff that I've been doing, but I mean, I'm, I'm super big on kids on bikes, man. Like I just, I believe that every kid should grow up in 1994 and there is nothing better to do than all year than ride your bike with your friends. And I really hope that every kid gets the experience to do that. Uh, Nathan was pretty pivotal too in the NICA uh, in, in bringing that to St. Charles County and bringing that in. And he's had, he's had, you know, kids and juniors and riding in his forefront, you know, before and during this entire race. And I, and I love that. So I, I love seeing that. I didn't actually know that I could completely neglect my child the whole time I'm racing and assume that he's being taken care of by somebody more responsible than me. Uh, so that sounds fantastic. Uh, I can't wait to drop Connor off and let him ride 30 miles while I race and diet racing 26. <laughs> All right. So let's, uh, <clears throat> let's, let's back up just a hair here. And, and Nathan, I want you to, and th- at this point, not just specifically ICC, but I want to back up to this, you know, let's say there's some aspiring race promoter out there, uh, presumably not in the St. Louis area, you know, not going to add any more competition, but but just aspiring race promoter that's thinking about it. So you get this spreadsheet back when you take this over. You know, what sorts of things are on there? Were there things on there that seemed daunting, things that seemed easy, like what does it take to, to even get, just get the first steps going? Oh, um, again, man, I, you know, we were kind of handed a race, go back to what Ryan was saying about it growing. So we were, Grant and I were handed a race that brought in 80 plus or minus racers. Um, last year I had 350 paid racers. Um, so the daunting is, is making an event that everyone enjoys to come to and they want to come back and, and it has to do with, I mean, I tell, I mean, you guys are, you know, we're on Granada Cyclery, or when I was extreme electrical racing, had a, had a team, and I was extreme electrical racing. Um, and Ryan, you remember that? I mean, I really, all it is, is being a good person. You know, if you're on the trail and you got to represent who's on your kit, I just try to be a good person out there at the races. And, and that brings more people in like, Hey, I, I want to come to that race because the race promoters, good he um i'm you know i don't know i i attempt to be someone that i don't know i'm I'm not good for radio here yeah people want to be around you (laughs) Uh, well no it's no it is it's real though because i can speak to that because you know we 
we all saw, you know, a changing of the guard, especially in Shane Charles County here, you know, going on of almost nine months ago when Momentum Cycles, you know, chose to, you know, chose to hang it up and, you know, and get out of the, get out of the business. And so that left a pretty gaping hole, you know, and I, I honestly, after much consideration and opportunity for myself, I mean, I, you know, I asked Nathan, Hey, what's been your experience in Granada? What's been, you know, your, your relationship over there. And then, you know, cause I, you know, one of the big things I told Nathan was, Hey, I'd love to continue to work with you. I'd hate to end up somewhere where we are at opposite ends or we're doing different things. You know, I wanted to continue to do that. So, I mean, you know, one of my big things for asking to be a part of that team over there and kind of keep moving, you know, in the direction that I'm going has just been Nathan's relationship and experience over there. So, I mean, I mean, it's absolutely true. I mean, I, you know, Nathan, you know, carry, you know, the way you carry yourself as a promoter, as a, yeah, as a person and a friend, you know, I, 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 you know, I, I, I value you, and I think a lot of the cycling community probably does too. Thank you. All right. But I, so, I guess to go back to your question, Clint, I mean, the daunting, it, it's, there are so many aspects of it. I mean, again, I mean, it's just a the race. I mean, it's as simple as okay, I got to get the bike reg page up. I have to get everything in. All the classes have to be right. I am far from an English major, so. Everything that's on there, you know, my wife's reading over 10 times to make sure it's spelled right and all the punctuation. That's the little stuff. And then it's, it is the sponsors. And, you know, I've got Heartland Coca-Cola uh, donating. I think I got 40 cases of Coke. You know, they've donated that. I've got uh, Good News Brewery, Dan Tripp. You know, he's donating beer. I mean, it's all free. You want to come out and race? There's free stuff. I mean, it's just... And it is setting the course, you know, there'll be Friday, Saturday, I'll be out setting the course and, and actually I'll be out there earlier Saturday than normal because there's a night ride that the parks are putting on and Roy Doskal and uh, Gork, actually Roy Doskal and Gork are hosting a night ride. There's going to be food and beverages and everything out there. Yeah, everyone needs to go out there Saturday night, the 12th. Um, There'll be a night ride. The course will be set up. Uh, you'll get a pre-ride. Um, so it'll be a good time. I mean, there's, it's a lot of little things. Uh, you have to be completed to make up the one big event. Well, I know you've got, so, you know, we talked about your vendors. We just talked about you setting the course, the bike reg stuff. Uh, you mentioned earlier the, the parks people being willing to, you know, go out and make sure it's, you know, there's not weeds overgrowing everywhere and trees down, but you mentioned volunteers at the beginning. It's like, what roles, like, what are the, how many volunteers do you need? And like, what are all these positions that maybe, you know, I, I guess super experienced racers would have an idea, but you know, what are all the volunteer positions you need to help pull this off? Um, and, and about how many people do you have doing that? Well, um, so every park is a little different. This particular park, we will be crossing the road three in three areas where there are still vehicles able to drive on the road. So I've got three areas that I need to have someone standing at the road to make sure the cars are stopping because one of them is a blind crossing. I mean, you're going to be flying through there. And uh, so I need someone there to stop cars. Uh, registration. I mean, as you're coming up, registering, getting your getting your number plate. I mean, I've got two or three people helping there. Uh, you know, my wife, Mandy does a ton, uh, with that. Andy Schulte is taking care of the timing. So chip timing, um, 
and just, I mean, the podiums, um, making sure it's really getting it set up, getting the course set up, uh, taking the course down after the race is done. I've got to take everything down. You got to, um, this year I'm doing something different. I've never done before. I'm going to have a, a, a roaming or a roving, however you say that, uh, marshal. So there is going to be an individual that's going to be riding the trail at all times. Uh, in the years past, if you would call me and say, hey, the tape is down by the river, I would have to go find where the tape's down and go put that tape up. Well, this individual is going to be uh, riding around the whole time, and and I'll be able just to say, hey, um, tape's down, down by the river, go fix it. You know, So that's going to be nice. Um, so, well, uh, I, was, I mean, um, th- yeah, I was wondering, you know, does it, how much of a small army does it take? Um, I'm sure the registration part, you know, when you have 350 people standing in line to get their stuff, that's a, that's a lot of work. I, I, I yeah. did not realize it was that big. I really didn't. Um, that would make it as far as I know, other than like the BT Epic, one of the biggest races, at least in this region, has to be, I would assume. Um, yeah. Nathan, um, I think Nathan set the record last year. Um, am I correct? Yeah. Uh, yeah, we had. And actually, racers, like we, the, that's paid racers. I mean, I know you go to races and everyone, the paid racers was like 350 and I want to say there was 290 something actual racers that showed up and raced. So yeah, uh, last year. Um, so yeah. And Nathan, um, Nathan, thinking about registration, um, I know they can go online and register, um, but maybe explain how that helps speed up the process. If people, instead of registering day of, well, um, the first off, if you register before, race day it's cheaper it's going to be more expensive if you show up on uh, race day but if you need to show up on race day and sign up please bring cash that's all we're going to be taking um it also makes it easy if you sign up the day or prior to race day um if all you have to do is walk up and tell them your name and we hand you a number plate uh it's a streamline the process is easy but if you have to sit there and fill out a waiver and fill out all your information and, and pay, it uh, it doesn't go as quick. And also, if you sign up prior to race day, one male and one female will have the chance to walk away with a Thule race day bag for free. Just name will be put in a hat as long as you sign up before race day. Uh, one male, one female will get a bag, which is pretty nice. I know I have one, and I use it all the time. You guys, you sold me on it, man. I, I, I got one too. It is so nice. Yeah. Yep. So it's streamlined. Sign up before race day. Go into Bike Reg. Look up 2023 ICC Challenge and get signed up. You got till Friday night at midnight. And that's bike reg reg dot com. Yes, right? sir. Yep. Yep. All right, Nathan. So you know Ryan and Kyle, and I've actually ridden bikes with Nathan before too. So yeah, he's 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 fine. Like we got along just fine. Um, but let's see if you really fit in here on this podcast because uh, earlier I was Ooh. like, well, let's, we're going to change subjects a little. It's going to be more about just you know 
seeing seeing where you fall in the world of uh, right and wrong. Uh, I mentioned that Ryan and I had a debate. We were going to have it out on here, and uh, I think I'll bring you in for it too, and just to see uh, who's who's right and who's wrong. Um, but the the debate at hand was um, when it comes to Strava KOMs. Uh, do they count on a cross-country area trail, which is really all of the trails in Missouri other than what's at Shepherd Mountain or I guess like Howler, uh, maybe Eureka Bike Park would probably count as not cross-country. Uh, the question is, Do if you get a KOM on a segment, does it count if you didn't do the whole loop or like a full, I don't know, all the miles in the trail system ride. But you went and got a KOM on a day where maybe you didn't ride as far. So wow. let me, um, let yeah. me preface this. No, let him, wait, Ryan, don't, right, don't, don't poison the well. Just all let right. him give it. Well, I would be lying if I told you I have never gone KOM hunting, meaning... Hey, I'm going to go ride down the road here. Right. Now, would you get more street cred if it was at the end of a 30-mile ride? Yes. Of course. Of course. Um, <laughs> I but it's still – it's your name still on there. <laughs> name's still on there, and it's not like there's an asterisk saying, by the way, he only rode one mile before the KOM, and then he didn't ride any – thing after that there's not an asterisk there so um i see what you're saying but it's a in segment. all honesty it's a, it's a and segment. there are segments that are the whole loop right no yes. it's it, yes. no let's listen listen you're talking i'm a guy that literally avoided using strava because i heard one too many riders yell strava while coming down a trail and i thought there's no way i'm ever using that dumb app those guys are a bunch of idiots and however that's how the game is played. And there's segments like the segment is the segment. If you walk there and then hammer that segment 30 times until you get what your, your high score, it still counts. That's what the game is. It's literally how the game works. Okay, Ryan, your turn. Go ahead, Ryan. So, all right. So Clinton, you said, so regarding lead belt, as you come into the finish, Nathan, all right. It's a new finish. This year was different. You know, Remember. Well, you, you know through, you were there. but You go through yeah. the gate. There's like that gate you go through, and then it's it's basically just you go down long straight, and you go down that uh, that gravelly hill, and you make the right, yeah. and you come down into the finish line. And it's pretty fun downhill. That Clinton, is a fun downhill. Clinton says, I'm just going to go park at that gate and then go hit the KOM. No, I parked at the bottom by the lake. I, I went – and I climbed up the 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 course that I have didn't even I never ridden before. No, I climbed up. No, I I climbed up that the finish backwards oh, yeah. so you I could see gonna, it. You were gonna go up it backwards and then hit the KOM. And then I turned around <laughs> and bombed down and made the segment and did not get the KOM. Cade Pummel, who won Cat One, actually still has the KOM, so he was ripping. Now, then after that, I went up the beginning of the course to the top of the hill and then came down that section backwards and got that KOM, <laughs> which there are, there's like 50 people that have times on that set on that as well, which I've never ridden that either. 
so yes, I did go KOM hunting, and I actually failed at one of them. I'm only like third, like I was, uh, or I might be tied for second or third or something. But uh, I didn't even get it. The guy that got it got it at the end of the race when he had two guys breathing down his neck and pushing him <laughs> all the way to the finish. So, uh, it's good debate. Whatever. Well, Clint, maybe if you come out and race, you'll get that KOM with two guys on your back. Breathing down your uh, neck. I, I, yeah, I, I, I don't think yeah, I quite have the yeah. legs. I don't think I have the legs for that to get it, get it at the end of the race. I would like to come. Um, my cross country bike is gone, so I still have my big bike. Uh, big hitters he, class. Um, what time does big hitters start? I, I don't know if I, I, uh, I'm also. I don't know if all of our listeners know this. I'm, I'm also apart from my, like my normal job, financial advising, I am a, I'm the associate pastor of a church. So it's tough to get away too many Sundays. Um, it's not that I can't ever go race, but I had already missed, I'd already been gone like some extra ones this summer already. So I don't know if it's going to work for this 9, particular 15, one. 9, 15 AM. Okay. And they do call it dirt church. <laughs> yeah, so I need, I need to be like, uh, can I come preach a sermon at the beginning of the race <laughs> so I can? You can pre- if, I'll listen if you want to. I mean, I hate to do it because I, I mean, I'm I'm at church most every Sunday, and I hate missing as well. But uh, unfortunately, that's just uh, man. The UFD races are just on Sundays, and uh, I don't know. But if you know what, let's schedule that. If you could do it this this coming week, that'd be great. Uh, maybe next year we'll uh, we'll schedule that. I got no issue with that. Oh my gosh, that'd be incredible! Yeah, there you um, go. And we'll have uh, we'll have Kyle play uh, the guitar or bass or whatever he plays, and uh, Ryan will sing. Yeah, <laughs> I'll sing. Yeah, I'll knock out yeah. a real solid kumbaya for everybody. <laughs> okay, <laughs> is that is that what they sing at your church, Kyle? <laughs> no, that's the only song I know. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, um. But anyway, uh, my opinion of you, although it was already very high, has gone even higher because you are on the side of the angels when it comes to this KOM debate. I just want to make sure everybody knew. <laughs> it's three against one. Three no, against it, one. It, against it, Ryan. Listen, 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 Ryan, Ryan, Ryan's right. Let's be real. Ryan's right. I don't like it, but the game is played and a game has rules. The rule is, is the segment. So some segments are long. Like there is. I'm trying to remember what, what, what ride I did the other day, but I did a ride the other day and the segment there, there was a segment for the entire lap, right? So if you want the entire lap segment, then you go hammer the entire lap. If you want one section of it, then you just go hike to the top of that thing, get yourself well and rested and then hammer for it. I don't play the game. It's just a game. I don't play cause I don't care. I've got, I've got like two top tens in the entire <laughs> world. And what, <laughs> no, yeah, listen, I have, yeah, right. So I have a uh, KOM <laughs> on a BM or on a mountain bike at the BMX track, and then I have a KOM for actually running <laughs> and hiking out at Lewiston Clark. <laughs> but that's it. But I don't care. Like, that's not a game I play. Feels it feels good. so good. I, you know what though? But it was like that dopamine hit that I was like, I don't need this in my life. I'm just, I just, I'm not fast enough to care. This is our version of this is our uh, this is our like validation like girls on instagram want all the comments and we want we want a kom like that's <laughs> it's just all oh, i want. had fun 
I, I forget what it was. It must have been last year, but last year I forget I, I, what it was. But there was a couple of trails that were opening and that were fresh. And like I was able to go out and ride some stuff that like not a lot of people have ridden. And I did end up with like top tens and top threes and you know like one or two KOMs that I'm sure we're going to get beat shortly after that. But like it, it did. It, fe- it felt cool. But I, I just I I don't know. I The level of disappointment I'd feel in myself, like if, if I try to chase that constantly, it would be it, it's just not worth it. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, I see what you're saying about not. I, there's a ton of rides I do. I don't even post just because. But um, I, I do find that disappointment. We know, when we you, know why, when you, Nathan. It's because it's, it's dead center in the middle of a work day. And you don't want anybody to know you're out there. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I, know, I know. We've all done it. We've all done no. it. <laughs> That's out on the trail at 430. Let's be real. Yeah. Uh, no, Nathan's got 40 miles in before my alarm goes off in the morning. Nathan's already been done, showered, cleaned up, bike prepped. Like he's he's already done. He's already done a 40 mile half century ride or whatever. And I, my before my alarm even goes up really to start looking at my now. email. Oh, dude, I, I'm not a morning person. And Nathan, I think, only sleeps four hours a night. And well, back to Kyle. I, I mean, there are segments. You're talking about the whole KOM hunting and this and that. I mean whatever segment it is and like you're just flying and you really feel good and then all of a sudden you pull that up and you're like man i'm like 300 still out of you know six thousand people on it sometimes that is pretty disappointing well and the thing uh, is too is that like i see and i haven't gone segment hunting because i don't have the patience to like stare at my phone and figure out where the segment is go to that section of trail like there's a couple easy segments like bluff you right like the flow trail like there's an easy segment there what's frustrating to me and I don't even know how it's possible is that I'll go out there and hammer a heater as hard as I can go. And I, I, don't, I forget what that lap is, but what is it? 117 or something like that, like 113. It's like it's not much. It's like just a hair over a minute. And then I'll stop and after my ride and I'll look at my segments and somehow somebody's in the like the low 40s. There is no way anybody is 30 full seconds faster than me riding the same trail that I rode, period. There just isn't like exactly. I'm not that fast. But no, but not that segment. They're like, I am fast enough on that segment. There is not 30 seconds to shave off of my time. Something happened. There was a glitch in the system. And like, there's a couple of guys or whatever, because they're, they're not even, it's not even like our local guys. It's not even guys that like go out there and you know, like you expect to see, you expect to see Jarrett and Barbie and those guys up there in the top 10. It's not even those guys. It's like other people. And it's like, right. I, that doesn't. Uh, it happens, you know. And and just some places, yes. Yeah. No, no, no. Well, there's there's a lot of places. There's there's plenty of people that are 30 seconds faster than me on. But like on a minute 17, me hammer festing. There's not 30 seconds to shave off my time at the Bluffview Flow Trail. Period. There just isn't. There's no way no somebody's cutting my tri- my ride in half, doubling my mile an hour. And just to stir the pot, the guy that's got the the KOM, he did that without a dropper. <laughs> oh, I was man. about to ask. <laughs> All right, ne- next rite of passage, Nathan. Are you are you are you team dropper or team no dropper? Uh, as of two months ago, maybe a month and a half, I am team dropper. I put a there dropper back on the go. bike. Add a girl. Add hey, a this guy I, rode I, powder I, keg with I me with no dropper. I think we could get paid keg pummels dime, time down if he had a dropper. <laughs> did he not have one? Did he not have one? He's a he's an enduro he's an enduro guy. He got into cross country after he was already an enduro kid. I don't know. Um, but yeah, Nathan, I 
I'm surprised it took you that long because Nathan and I rode at Shepherd one morning. This was back. Gosh, I don't, yeah, was I, I don't even know what bike I was on. Was I still on the Slash? Maybe. Yeah, I don't I know. So. Yeah. And uh, we get up there. I'm like, well, what do you want to ride? And uh, he wanted to ride Powder Keg. And I'm like, you got a multi-tool? But the, the post was so long, it like, I don't know if we got it down just like a few inches, but it was still pretty high up there. And he was on a Trek Top Fuel. Sending on down. Like, no problem. Hey, I'm, just gonna, I'm sure I could have gone a lot faster, but I had a good time. It was fun. It was a good time. So. So. I mean, that, yeah, that was more, imp- I was terrible. You know, I was way out of shape. I mean, I still am, but, you know, make, he had to stop multiple times on the climb to wait for me. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm, I'm lugging up behind him trying to keep up. And then, yeah, All right. I, it, right on down that trail. And it is not a trail I'd want to be high posting on. See, that's the thing is, I don't even think it's a matter of speed. Like, uh, let's be honest. Like we were talking about in the term of a 30 mile or plus cross country race. You make up minutes on the climb and just seconds on the descent. And some of those seconds are good enough to get a pass. You know what I mean? Like, all I don't think I've ever passed anybody on a climb, but I've definitely passed people on descents. Um, but the the big thing about a dropper is just sheer safety. You know what I mean? It's sheer safety, body position, and the ability to survive a section. I mean, it's, it, you know, the, the the dropper is is there. I don't even know if it adds much for speed, but man, it's it makes it, it makes the, the survivability of sections so much better and fun. Let's not forget, guys. We're doing this for fun. Yeah, we've beat we've beaten that dead horse. We've, I mean, let, let's yeah, be honest. My six year my six year old kid has a dropper on two different bikes at this point. Everybody needs a dropper. <laughs> All right. I don't know what uh what the other thing was. Kyle and I were going to get into it over, but we might have to save that for another podcast. We're at a good forty two minutes of recording time. Um. Nathan, so uh, b- before we go, I want you to tell me your favorite thing about promoting or putting on a race and your least favorite thing. Man, uh, you know, honestly, the favorite part of promoting the race is it is it's I mean, it's race day. It's seeing everyone out there having a good time, the camaraderie. I mean, there's some. I mean, I have friends, you have friends that you only see at races. That's it. You only see them at races and everyone's together. They're having a good time. That's my favorite. That's my favorite part of it. Um, I mean, the worst part's cleaning up. You know, it's, it's a long day. You're tired. And uh, I've got help, but you're still loading the trailer up and having to pick trash up and get someone to go take all the tape down. So it's cleaning up, you know, it takes a day or two to get everything put back where it's supposed to be. So the best and worst is all in one day. And then, so the big question is, is when do we start promoting ICC challenge 2024? (laughs) Is that Um, Monday, Monday, Monday the 17th? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you can definitely start promoting it. Uh, I'm going to work on a date. Uh, there's something that I, uh, I'll do a teaser. I've got a race I'm going to do next year that is this, basically the same week um, as the ICC challenge normally. So I may have to alter the date next year, but we're going to figure that out. Awesome. Okay. Well, looking forward to it. I can't wait. 
Well, we appreciate you coming on. I think we'll uh, we're about we're about to wrap it up here. So, I'll be honest, boys. What what we really all need to do is quit our jobs so we can record podcasts in the middle of the day before I get tired. Uh, so I have to pull through, but we'll sort well, that hey, out Nate, later. Uh, Nathan's gonna be awake for a forty mile ride in four hours. I was gonna say, yeah. I, I'm leaving my house tomorrow morning at five a.m. <laughs> uh, I will be meeting a guy on the Katy Trail somewhere whenever wherever we it is we meet. I think we'll probably hit thirty or forty miles. And I just did the Monday night road ride before I sat down here. So yeah, I'm I'll cranking some pedals, man. Na- nice. Nathan's also a, a pretty good racer, so oh, I know. Yeah, we don't. Uh, <laughs> we're not making. I'm really I'm, not. I'll put it this way, Ryan. <laughs> I'm not going to make any bets with him about my BT Epic finish. I'm a mid, I'm a mid, I'm a mid packer, but I see you guys have a good competition going. I, that's fun to have competition to, uh, for the BT. Yeah. It's fun so. to have, you, you know, some storylines, some races within the race. Yeah. Uh, hey, I Ryan, would encourage which, anybody to do, if you're doing a big race like that, you know, put little goals with your buddies in there and if, and, and do it, you know, like do a spread. If you know, there's no way you're on their level. Well then, don't say I'm going to beat you. Just be like, okay, like I'm going to be within 30 minutes of you or whatever. Like, it does make it, I mean, makes it, no, you're missing the best did it part. Make you it fun, though, or did it make it super duper extra miserable? Cause those last 10 miles last year were just, I don't know if fun would be the right word. Cause it was literally as hard as I could is like literally as hard as my body would allow me to ride to all the way to the end. Uh, was... no, talk, talking trash with your friends is always more fun. That's good point. It's the only it's the only reason I'm doing the BT Epic this year is because we you did sort of bully into you guys. And, yeah, we kind of bullied you into that one. Hey, hey, Kyle, yeah. just so you know, you can't do 20 mile road rides and cut out early anymore if you want to finish BT Epic. Oh, dude, it was it was not even a matter of energy for me. It was a matter of getting back to help with the kids kind of thing. <laughs> oh, and, then you're bra- and, you're, and then you're bragging at 18 mile an hour. Come on. Oh, man. <laughs> me. Fastest road ride. <laughs> Fastest road ride of my life. Hey, and anyone listening, you want to buy Kyle's bikes because they all have about 10 miles on them whenever he sells them. For real, for real. I have been trying. He's always buying the wrong size, Nathan, because of his freakishly long arms. Yeah. And uh, it's always, I'm just like, Kyle, could you just buy the bike I want? (laughs) And, And I'll buy it from you the next year. Like, well, there's we no lie there. The, the, the guys make this happen. There's no lie there. The guys that buy my bikes get a real treat. Besides the fact that, that they're maintained kind consistently and stored in an air conditioned basement, they only get rid of about 200 miles before I sell them. Although this is the heaviest riding season of my riding career, where I'm riding for the first time ever with intention, like. Every other year of my riding career is I would only ride when I could conveniently find a friend to ride with. And so if I couldn't find a friend to ride with, I just wouldn't ride. And so now I'm starting, I'm doing solo rides. I'm doing group rides. Honestly, I think the group rides are helping me as much as anything uh, for race day. Like I just have no idea how to ride in a group. I know I have no idea how to do any of that stuff, at least in any way that manages competition. And so doing group gravel rides, doing group road rides, I would like to be back in the trails, but let's be honest, guys, it's rained for the past 36 weeks straight. Uh, ain't nothing dry. So, uh, except Shepard. Shepard was perfect. Like, it was yeah. not even remotely muddy. 
I could not That's believe awesome. it. Well, there's no dirt there. It's there, all just rock. <laughs> Clint, Clint, there's not much. It was perfect. <laughs> it was great. It was some of the best it's ever been. Just saying, people missed out. Well, hey, let's uh, get some final words on the race from Nathan. Tell us, tell us what what all people need to do and when they need to be there and and all that. And man, I don't know. Uh, yeah, just uh, sign up. Go to Bike Reg, which is uh, B I K E R E G dot com. Look up a 2023 ICC Challenge. Um, the juniors this year will be taking off at 8:30, so that's about a half an hour before anyone else leaves so that we can uh, hopefully give them enough time to uh, get back to the start um, for their one lap before they get lapped uh, and overrun. So looking out for the kids. Um, yeah, Mace, uh, all the adult classes start at, most of them start at nine. And then if you're cat one and cat two, uh, you do not need to, uh, your starts at 11 a.m. So. And then. Uh, is it a eight and a half mile loop or what is it? It's man, it's right at eight mile loop. Um, okay. It's it's a pretty true eight mile loop, and you're going to get everything from going through the field. Uh, I mean, you're starting off in a field, and that's kind of just to separate everyone before they go into single track. Um. But once you get into the single track, I mean, you're going down through the cedars, which is really cool. Um, got some few punchy hills. Uh, there's a pretty fast downhill section in there. And uh, that's just perfect, perfect single track. Got the flats by the river, which are fun. They're always fast. It is a variety of trail. Like I, I like it. There, there's not any monster climbs. There's not any monster descents. There's nothing technical out there. It's a pretty, it is a great cross-country race trail yeah um yeah and actually this year the flats by the river i believe um uh, i'm going to say 911 because i can't uh the, the fire department wanted the ability to get in there easier so they've actually widened the trails so i mean they're going to be some fast trails and some good passing in there so awesome. it'll be a lot and of fun. Then, and then we're riding it uh, counterclockwise this year, right? Counterclockwise, yes. Awesome. So so for everybody, that if you've ever been to any one of my family rides, so we do a family ride first Tuesday of every month, um, that's the way we ride it with when we ride the flat section. So we do five miles uh, five miles of riding ends up being about four miles of the race loop we do in the direction that we're racing this year. So for anybody that's familiar, that's, that's what we're going to be doing this weekend. And bring cash. Bring cash. If you were going to sign up on race day, bring cash. And then you need, you need money for uh, Vets Roll and Smoke Barbecue. They're going to be feeding you for a donation. Uh, there will be coffee there from 8 to 10. There will be donuts there as long as people are purchasing them. Uh, then again, if you are a paid racer, you're going to get an order of donuts. Um, there will be free soda and free beer as long as you're of age. So while supplies last that sounds awesome and don't forget friday night pre-ride or no wait saturday night pre-ride is that right saturday yeah roy so saturday night pre-ride night ride and so yeah, yeah. roy doskal is setting that up with the gork uh that's going to be a fun time i probably won't get a full lap i'm just going to show up 
Roy, Roy asked me for my t-shirt sizes. So I got to show up and see the event and say, Hey, and hang out and strap a light to my kids bikes and let them go for a little rip. And then, uh, I'll probably, I'll probably, probably call it good. Get a, get a look at everything and then, uh, be there in the morning. Yep. All right. Well, I think, uh, we need to call it Kyle. Um, Kyle and I will have a podcast coming up here real soon about some bike build projects. Uh, he's got to get me some parts because I am currently lacking a short travel bike. Uh, and it's really going to put a damper on my BT training. If I don't get that back soon. So um, keep an eye out for that. Get out to the race. Um, Ooh, one yeah. more thing. Can I talk? Can I, can I self promote a little bit? Sure. So just so if you're listening and you have kids, find my event on facebook we do a kids family ride the first tuesday of every month we meet at icc we do five miles and this is ages uh, pedal bike through pretty much 14 um depending on skill level it is an entry level ride so if you've got a kid that's a total ripper he's going to be bored if you're a total ripper you're going to be bored but that's okay we bring the kids out uh ryan's been out to it this is a great wives girlfriends ride casual easy not technical it's a little swampy in the woods some nights but it's a no drop ride we stop every mile there's a bailout every mile uh and then you can so if the kids having a, a fit you can take them out back to the car and then we'll do four miles of single track we'll play at a playground for about 15 minutes and then we'll go back it's about an hour and a half evening total um i'm the me and my family will end up being the ride leaders it's hosted by granada cyclery but if you're trying to get your kids into riding single track, you're trying to get your wife or girlfriend into riding single track, and you want it to make a nice, easy, casual group experience, come on out. And uh, tomorrow, we are still scheduled for ICC. I'm hopeful that St. Charles County will open it, that it's dry enough to ride. If not, we'll be going to the Kinetic Park to ride the pump track. Find the event in Facebook for the final update. Of course, I'll post it on our local groups and stuff, too. But it's a fun event. Um, I'm really happy that we've been getting the traction that we have with a lot of families. We had over 50 people out for our last ride. And I just think riding bikes as a kid and getting your kids in the woods, experiencing nature, seeing all that's been created for us to enjoy is super important. Bikes are the best way to do that. All right. There you have it. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we're trying to get a little more regular with these and, uh, I personally might have a little more motivation coming up here pretty soon. So uh, we can't talk about it we, quite yet, but. Well, we still have a race recap. Me and Ryan both raced minors tough and we still haven't done any race recap from that at all as well. So we're going to have to do a ICC challenge recap and minors recap at the same day and then new bike day for both of us. We've got two over the next two weeks we're going to have to do. All right. Good. <laughs> all right, hey, guys. Thanks for coming on too, Nathan. Yeah, yep. Nathan, thank yes, you. Thank you. Any time. All Be right. Well, let's 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 see if we can break the the attendance record this year. Uh, hopefully, we get a handful more out of people listening to this. See you, everybody.